themselves. Bam. Badass midnight movies. A bunch of a-holes. Welcome everybody to Bam Badass Midnight Movies. That is right. We are here once again on the Midnight Movie podcast channel thingy bob that we do here. Uh, of course, I this with Kane. Uh, we're going to be breaking down some lists like we do every so often. At least once a month, I think, right? It's been like once a, a couple. Month. We try to do at least a couple times a month, at least. We, we try, but we do once try, a month. Try, but we, sometimes. Let's be honest with things. each other. We only do it really once a month. We, <laughs> we, we want to do twice, but we just. We, we, the intent is there. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sometimes our follow through is not. Doesn't not go so through. much there. But of course, we also do our, our re- reviews and we do our watch alongs on the channel. So that does sometimes take precedence. And uh, scheduling lately has been a uh, atrocious mm-hmm. thing for yeah. both of us. It's to edit a Jeff Goldblum line. Life gets in the way. Yeah. So. Yes. So what we're, we're going to do, we're going to break it down to the, we were trying to do something. I hate trying to, I hate being negative. So <laughs> I tried to be the really? nicest negative that we could be. <laughs> hey, I have changed a lot in the last couple of years. So you, you got, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. We'll talk about really? We just uh, talked yeah. about Obi-Wan. What was my concession? Uh, Did I not say I didn't I I want was, it, but yeah. I appreciated it. And I'm, not going along with some of our other friends who are bashing, bashing. Well, him say, well again, you know. he's he's too hung up on the past. Yes, yeah, again, I'm moving forward. I'm being open minded about things, and so I just uh, nitpicked about things. Yeah, that's you just, all. You just I liked it. Uh, but what we're going to talk about, really, I think originally your idea was our worst, like uh, the worst movies. And to me, I don't, I don't, if it's a bad movie, I just move on with my life. There's one that stays in there and that's just because you keep bringing it up and that's it. And eventually I think you will be doing a uh, Independence Day resurgence. No, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) So what we decided to do instead of the worst movies, what we felt are the worst movies, we thought we would do the, what we feel are the most overrated movies. So everybody loves these movies, but we're. No, not really. I'm not, yeah. not on board with that. I'm not riding that train. Uh, not me neither, especially <laughs> with the movies I picked. Yeah, and this one's going to be kind of interesting because this one is really off of the beaten path for us. Like we, you know, mostly it was, it's always been like ones that, you know, we're kind of, we, we got an idea. I know like gangster movies, you and I kind of have the same taste and, and, and things of that nature. So, you know, uh, I think I, we did, uh, you know, swords and sorcery movies. We had a couple that were like, yeah, you know what? We're probably going to be, you know, connect on these. I got a funny feeling we're not um uh, probably not and i um, and i got a few that that i as i sat down and some i had recently re- rewatched, and i they used to be like really great movies i thought and then i rewatched them i'm like yeah that sounds so good mm. that's not as good as i remember so uh so there's a I, couple on here that you might be like Wait. i have three on here that are from two really good prime time directors that i think are freaking overrated yeah, one of them is has two films by the same director, so, and I'm sure you can pick up. No, again, like I said, I really have no idea. Like you and I talk, and you know, like we we are usually pretty spot on. Not spot on, but we're we're really close about you know, Very close. Are you know liking the same style of movie, same directors, and kind of that that thing. But I mean, there are every once in a while there there are some um <laughs> some uh, disagreements, but uh, for the most just part, just a couple. <laughs> So let's go ahead. I'm going to let you go first. Uh, like I said, the way that we do this is we I pick five, Jeff picks five, we lay them out there. So we give you ten movies that we feel that are overrated that you most likely will not see on either the review or the uh, or the watch along. And if you do see them on the watch along, there's a lot of alcohol involved. Probably. Yeah, most likely. Yeah, that's 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 the only way. Um, 
Thank you, Mike, for letting me go first. Um, my first one is a film that I it's it's done by Danny Venenu, Venenu, who's uh, who's doing Dune. Who I think it did a kick-ass job with Dune. He did Blade Runner, kick-ass. But then he did The Arrival. And when this movie came out in 2016, it was, hey, oh, it's so good. It's great science fiction. I'm like, okay, this is right up my freaking alley. Let me watch it. Dude, one of the most boringest films I've ever watched in my life. It's about a linguist who's like trying to decipher alien language as they land down. They're trying to like invade the world, rejects aliens. To me, like it's a pretty movie to watch. Like if you want visually, every single one of his films are awesome to look at. They're very pretty. Now, are you meeting like, Arrival or The Arrival? It's The Arrival. It's Denny Venu, or just Arrival. Not, not, not Thank one of the, you. That's what I was saying. That's why I wanted to make Sorry. sure you were talking about the right movie because The Arrival was a Charlie Sheen movie, which yeah, I was like, that was not a big hit. What are you talking about? Arrival. All right, so Arrival. Right. I gotcha. forgot about, you know, actually, I forgot about The Arrival, Charlie Sheen. Right. That's why I wanted to, that's why I was like, let's pull, let's pull our breaks for a second there, buddy. <laughs> I should have done that one, but that's, that wasn't really bad. It was kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah, like I said, it's a, it's a nice movie to watch. And, like, I think the movie, like, to be honest, it's kind of full of itself because they try to decipher alien languages and, like, they try to compromise humanity and all that stuff. And I, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I said, nice to watch, nice to look at. But just to me, just, like, what's the hype about? Like, what? Well, like you oh. said at the beginning, it is science fiction. True, mm-hmm. old-school science fiction is not fancy explosions, no aliens running around. It is this movie, and I, I really appreciate I like this movie. It's not a, like, I'm not going to rank it at the you know, top of my list of anything, but I like the movie because it is what it is. It is very dry science fiction. You look at dry science fiction, that's what it is. You read Dune, Dune is dry science fiction. What he did to Dune and change it up a little bit, but it's still very dry when you actually look at it. Minus the minus the explosions, it's to me that yeah to me it was this was science fiction. This is what it's supposed to be. It's but at all, least Dune had a lore, had like the story of the families. You're going forward like almost like this the chosen kid like moving on with this other family with the blue eyed kids or at least that had something. This was more of just like you know I'm deciphering alien languages. I'm trying to figure out the message you're sending. Oh, they don't. They want to save us, but we don't know. And of course, the U.S. is going to attack the aliens because they don't know what the hell's going on. And it's just—I I don't know. Just, it's, it's typical. Just, it, yeah, it didn't do it for me. It's it like it, it. Yeah, well, again, that might be that you like certain type of science fiction. This is old school science fiction. This is Foundation. This is Dune. This is—it was a a short story written back in 1998. But you, when I read this or and uh, watched it, hmm. the, yeah, this guy was a, a, a old school sci-fi fan and you read some of that stuff it's really dry and boring yes so what you're saying is right but it is still it is that way because it is good science fiction <laughs> it, you may just want a different kind of science fiction you like the alien science it, fiction it, and- it, it, it might be you might be right i mean you could be entirely right it just for me it just didn't do it like i i in my head i like when i heard the premise i'm like okay it's something about alien languages oh we're okay cool and we're gonna go into that and like the history was nothing like that, and it was very dry. It was very bland, and just to me. And, and you talk to people like the fancier people who like you know all oh, these movies out there. I'm not saying that you're not, but oh, it's such a great critically acclaimed. I watched it. And like why? It's not. It, to me, it sucks. But and like again, I think it's just your science fiction, your your feel for science fiction, which 
yeah, that's I mean, and that's just something you just uh, some folks can dig. Uh, like I said, I mean, the, the, <laughs> I don't know what you expected. They're talking of the movies about a linguist trying to study a new science, a uh, new language. That's boring as shit to me. But yeah. <laughs> I know it's going to be science fiction, so I enjoyed it. So uh, I don't know. I guess I thought eventually when the language was deciphered, like the aliens would come out and like try to attack. You, you people, wanted but... you wanted bang, big bang boom kind of. Yeah, like, and that's, yeah, yeah. Guess what? You found our message. We're here to kill you. Yeah, like, they, guess what? That's not what, that's not science fiction. Wasn't that <laughs> science? Like, hey, science hey. fiction is the story of of humanity and it changing and having to come to terms with something. You look at all great science fiction. You look at Blade Runner. That's coming to terms with with you know the fact of life. Uh, you look at even early Star Trek and everybody's you know bitching and raising up hell about how Star Trek's you know too woke and but you look back at what it originally did and what all science fiction did when you look back in the past all science fiction addressed something about humanity and had to just tell the story in a different way it removed us from what we were and put us up into the stars or put us into you know a science lab or something like that you know you even look at fucking frankenstein you know the got you know grandmother of fucking science fiction mary shelley not a really exciting book <laughs> No, no. So, which make which kind of makes me laugh when I give you my first choice is science fiction. It is epic, huge science fiction. And I'm just I don't see the appeal Avatar or James Cameron's Avatar. Oh god. I was uh, on my list. Yeah, I figured yep. I figured that one yeah. might, <laughs> that's, that's why that's why we'll, I always we'll say that's this. why I always say double up. Get get some extra ones. I do. I got a couple. Um but yeah, James Cameron's Avatar is just it's a retelling of an old story to me done poorly. The only thing that saves this movie was the great science, the, the great special effects. I don't think the acting was good. I don't think the storytelling was good. I don't, I, they were so, I know everybody jokes about, Oh, the unobtainium, but that is actually a true thing. Mm. But you know, to use it for something that is unobtainable was just weak. Uh, like I said, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those ones that it just sits up there and it's, it's battled back and forth with, uh, I think, um, with the Avengers as being the best movie, you know, highest selling. And they're talking about, you know, the sequels coming out that that's probably going to break, you know, more records. They're going to re-release the first one. Just yeah. Like yeah. They're trying. Yeah. They're, 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 they're playing, they're playing little games with the numbers and that's, you know, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. But, Whatever, yeah. but again, I just think when you look at the movie overall, the acting, I just, I did not find the acting that like great at all. Um, it's again, the special effects will hold up forever. I think. Uh, but yeah, the the rest of the story, I just really just was not a fan of. I know everybody compa- compares it to like Fern Gully and uh, uh, Dances with Wolves, and it, it it is the same thing. And, and and I've brought it up a few times in the past where there, you know, every story has been retold over and over again. But there's there's ways of tweaking your stories and not being so obvious <laughs> either. I would agree with you. Like visually. It's I think it was one of the first times we saw this spec because he's always on the cutting edge of special effects. And yes, it is a nice movie to look at. Like, it's pretty. It's like a video game come to life. But the movie, when I finally watched it and again, I didn't watch it in the theaters. I didn't. I refused to pay. To yeah, watch. me too. Yeah. So did I. I never watch. I watched maybe it that's our bet. Maybe that, that would have changed our opinion about it. I mean, if you maybe maybe I'll, I'll be one of those guys when it gets re-released in September, I'll go watch and check it out. Maybe I'll have a different opinion. But like watching it at home. Like story-wise, it's boring. It's stupid. It's you're right. It's Fern Gully. It's all those other stories that we've seen before. Visually, yes, gorgeous. But like to me, it's just like, what's the hype about? Like, why would this movie make so much money? I don't get it. Like, it just, 
it's nothing to me. Maybe I'm just desensitized to this because I've seen so many sci-fi movies and done better. But to me, it's just like, you know, I had it on my list and I'm like, I just, I have never gotten the acclaim for this movie. Oh, Avatar is so great. What's so great about it? Nothing. The effects are good. Yeah. Story stinks. Even the act, the acting is horrible. Like the, the guy who's um one of the main actors in the film, I forgot his name. It's not Liam Hemsworth. It's somebody else. They, he wanted to do some other films. I think he was Boom, Captain Boomerang. Um, he's horrible in this movie. Terrible. He's a leading man. And they're bringing him back. He's probably like, Ugh, thank God, Jim, you're bringing me back. I didn't have any jobs going on, so now I got this. You're not talking in, about the main actor, are you? Yeah, uh, what's his name? The guy. He was in... Um, talking Sam Worth- in Worthington. Sam Whitworth. Oh, he's not... He's not. No, Sam Worthington. That's, is that who you're Sam talking Worthington. about? Yeah, Sam Worthington. Okay. And he was in Clash of the uh, Titans, I think. I mean, if if I'm going to point a an actor out that I thought like did amazing, like really amazing, Stephen Lang. Yeah, he's he's honestly when I saw that, he, I thought he I think I saw him like he, they they said he was returning for the sequel, which I'm like, what? I don't know how that's going to happen, but yeah, is he dead? <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, that one I I was like, yeah, that he he was the one actor I just thought that just like killed it, like just so much emotion and everything. But everybody else was just. Sort of there. Even Sigourney Weaver, who I, I absolutely love Sigourney love Weaver. Love Sigourney Weaver. She but, yeah, nice. just the rest of that, you know, just not. Everybody just kind of, like, was just there. I think it was basically, we're all going to wear mocap suits and look cool and special okay. effects, so we're just there. Even the even the golden child of the, of the 2000s, Zoe, Zoe Saldana, you know, was, you know, part of it. And, again, she, again, just, she yeah, was just yeah. there. I mean, she is she is in everything sci-fi. I mean, when you Star Trek, Avengers, and then you know, just she's she's everywhere for science fiction. But uh, yeah, I just again, not not a fan. Uh, you talk to if anybody anybody's a friend of oh any you know one of our friends Steve Steve O uh, ask him about uh, about the movie and uh, yeah, just sit down for twenty minutes, <laughs> even thirty. Yeah, actually, even ten, you'll get the whole gist of it. Like he, my I, hate I, for that movie is on no no level compared to his. I mean, he no his. He, 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 he takes the hatred to like a, a new level. Of, it's, it's like beyond hate. <laughs> it's like purely, like I'm worried for if anybody who's in that film like crosses him. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how much hatred. Oh, I know you. Uh, you. You were an avatar? He <laughs> <laughs> just starts to hulk out. But um, yeah, again, it's kind of like almost like a rival. Like you said, it's like that dry sci fi. This is not dry, it just stinks. Yeah. But yeah. Vi- like I visually, said, yeah. it's. It's it's gorgeous to look oh, it's at. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Again, absolutely. like a pretty movie to look at. Yeah. But other than that, what else does it have going for it? Yeah. Can you? Can, is there anything quotable about this movie? Nope. Oh my god! Yeah, no, actually, I'm thinking about it now. Yeah. yeah. Can, you, <laughs> can like, you think a quote of this movie? No. Yeah. And if it is, I think if if anything, I, the only thing I can think of is anything like Stephen Lang said. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I think like his his intro speech. At he's the, be- the, at the only one giving. I'm gonna borrow the word gravitas because I wanted to borrow for a long time. He's the only one given that gravitas throughout the entire film. He he he's given something different. He you look at everybody else in this film, they're basically like you said, Mike. They're the same. Yeah. He's not. He's he's like he's he's trying to bring something different to this film. Because I think everybody else was like, oh my god, Jim, this special. Effect. I think they were all looking at the uh, little the little standby films. Like, man, this shot was great. I can't wait till we like put special effects. And Stephen Lang's like, dude, I'm gonna act. I'm gonna give something to this damn role. He yeah. did. So. Also, I mean, uh, the other the other, other actor I kind of dug, and it was the one one person that said the unobtainium was uh, the uh, Antonio uh, Ribisi. Um, he he was the businessman. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, right. he's he's been in tons of things. Uh, My name is Earl. Wonder Years, Prince. Uh, most recently, The Offer. Uh, and on um, he played uh, Joe Colombo on The Offer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, when you if when you I don't know if you've caught up to that yet or not, but yeah, he's in there. When you see no, him, you'll be like, oh, okay, I know him. But yeah, I mean, I, even like I expected more from him because I've I've always been like amazed at some of the things that he gets away with, especially. Bringing up the offer, like the way he performed in that was just like perfect. I was because it took me a moment to like wait a second, who is this guy? All right, so what do you have for your number dose? Number two is a little film that when it came out, uh, it wasn't a big film, but it was very critically acclaimed, and it's called um, "Only God Forgives" with Ryan Gosling. And I looked at the trailers, I go, wow, that just looks such a martial arts, like a little bit of story, like a real revenge thing. And then I watched the film and I thought it was going one way and it went, a, it, it just kind of like a good revenge film is like at the end of the movie, like, yeah, I'm glad this guy got what he deserved. At the end of this film, I was like, um, wait a minute. Like the, the wrong guy won. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get like the pacing was kind of off. Like it, it led you to the beginning of the film. Like this guy, Julian, he's a, He's a hitman, right? He, he killed somebody's father and like the main guy, Chang, he's like this ultimate badass. You're thinking, oh, he's going to kick Chang's ass. That's what it's leading up to. Yeah, it was leading up to that fight, but Chang wins and just beats him easily. And you're like, wait a minute. Like the whole film, he's chasing him, chasing him, he's going after him. And you find out later that Chang, I guess um, somebody's dad, he had killed. And that's the whole reason that Julian is doing this is trying to get himself redemption for being such a killer. And the whole ending where Chang cuts his hands off, he's like, because I guess the whole meaning was like, you know, I'm, I, I'm not going to stop being evil, so please stop me. And the way he stops him is Chang cuts his hands off. Before before the scene, like, he killed his own mother as well. It's just, it's a little odd, and, like, people, oh, this movie's so great. I have got to be honest, there. dude. I have never heard of this movie. I've never heard of anybody mention this. So, yeah, I'm not, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Like, yeah. it's, I've, I've heard of this, like, in the other movie Spears, and I was like, let me just check it out, and it's not yeah. as good. Yeah, yeah, I never heard this one. If you get a chance, watch it. Maybe you'll have a different opinion. But like, when I heard it, I was like, because every, like, movie critic that I listened to, like, oh, check out Only God Forgives. Only God Forgives. Oh, what a great movie. Okay, let me check it out. Not a good movie. To me. Like, it just totally led me down a different path that I was expecting. Again, expectation, but it just... If you're gonna leave me one area, go to the other area, and like, uh, it's kind of like the reverse John Wick. Like, you know, just imagine that the dog dies and then John Wick dies the next scene. It's like, boo! I wasted my time for this. Uh, so overrated. Yeah, like I said, yeah, never, never heard of it, so I, I can't, I can't speak to it. Um, no problem, man. My next one, you're gonna know, and you probably like it. Um, it shouldn't be a surprise if anybody's been listening to us. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of this, the, the main actor. The second actor, I'm a, I, I, I absolutely love. I, I, he's not in enough, I don't think. Um, I know he does a lot of, um, not, not, he doesn't usually always pick out the big blockbusters, but he's in, he's still busy. Um, but Training Day. Really? Really did not buy into the hype. Was not all about it. I, everybody and their mother told me about it. Oh how amazing it was, how great it was. And I just, I was not connected with that movie in the slightest. I thought Denzel's character, like, was just, like, too obvious of an asshole. Like, I, I just did not, did not enjoy it at all. I, I thought, I thought uh, Ethan Hawke's character was good, what he was doing. I just was not a fan of 
that movie at all. And again, it's one of those things that everybody was hyping up about. I mean, it got it got award. Like I think it got nominated for supporting actor. Um, no, he he. he well, won no, no. For, so I said supporting actor. Supporting actor. He, uh, Denzel oh, won for. Yeah, best yeah, actor. Yeah, for best actor. Yeah, but yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, I just I just not a fan. Another one. It's one of those Brookheimer style movies mm. that I just. Didn't I didn't hit? I know it was written by David Iyer and like really through the night to or like mid early or late nineties to you know two thousands, he could do no wrong. But yeah, just this one, just not didn't didn't hit hit it with me. That's that's interesting. Did you, did you think Denzel just kind of like he took you out of the film? Is that, not, he no, was no, no. He sometimes was I guess maybe that, maybe yeah. because it, 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 it he was too Denzel. There are actors that sometimes just play themselves and don't like branch out of. Outside of it, I mean, everybody knows like Meg Ryan. Yeah, you, know, you look at her movie. She said she's playing Meg Ryan. You know, a lot of actors are getting to that point. As much as I hate to say it, even even Ryan Reynolds is getting to that point where he's playing. Rob Ryan, Butler's getting yeah. to that point too. Yeah, he's I mean, there, there. <laughs> there's a lot of movies, and again, I I understand a lot. There's a huge fan base and a lot of love, and you're one of them to Denzel. I Denzel has just never got me like excited yeah, about watching a movie. Yeah. Yeah, you know, honestly, I, I know I'm going to sound old when I say this, but I, I look back and I see Glory, and Glory to me was like I thought he did an amazing job there, and his his characters, and his acting, and that, and just everything else since then, just sort of, eh. okay, it's Denzel, I'm, okay, I'll move on. And, and like I said, I again, I, I I don't think I was at my, my at my understanding of my feeling about Denzel's work during this time. Um, it came now. later. Yeah, yeah. Now firmly, now I know. Yeah. Yeah. Treat, yeah. uh, like, I don't know. To committed. me, Denzel early on be, was did some amazing work. I mean, you look at like Philadelphia. You look at um, uh, what, uh, much to do about nothing. You look at um, uh, Malcolm X. Amazing movies. After that 2000 mark, I sort of just like I don't know. I just just felt like it was starting to be the same shit. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. It's yeah. okay. Everything is subjective. I just kind of find it like, uh, especially this film, because people consider his best film. I don't. I think he's done some other ones that he was clearly like superior in acting yeah, you, wise. You but Mal- like, you look at Malcolm X, you can't, Malcolm you can't, X, you you can't the compare these that. two. I think Glory, he did win the Oscar for Best Supporting. I think he won for Glory. I might have to look that up. But I love, like in Training Day, I kind of like, I like the fact that he was playing a bad guy because for the longest time he was playing, um, you know, the good guy. Even Malcolm X, he had a certain point of view where he was sort of like, he believed he was a good guy. It wasn't, he was, you know, oh, Malcolm, Malcolm X was the. <laughs> I know, but like in, uh, in, in like in his mind, he was the he was the good guy. Yeah, and he is. In other people's mind, yeah, yeah. So, but like this was like the first one he's playing the crooked cop. I was like, okay, I dug it. Like I dug his performance. I it was too, it was too crooked cop for me. You know, you talk about the mustache twirling villains. I, I had that feel from him. Like, I really did. I just it, it was it was too it was too obvious of being bad. Yeah, because he was he was just too op- open about it. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah, I do this. Yeah, I smoke crack on the end. I got like a hooker and everywhere. Like, I get it, but oh, that's one of the things I kind of dug about it. I mean, it's probably it most likely isn't him. It might have just been the writing, and I, that's. But yeah, again, it's I, I'm not. Yeah, we're not. I'm not bashing on Denzel so much. I'm more the movie itself is what 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 uh, hit me. Interesting, but then again, I know that you're not a big Denzel yeah. guy, which. Is, Guess we won't be doing the equalizer for a watch along, so I have to scratch that off the you list. Do, you knock yourself out. You can do the equalizer, oh. whoever you want. I'm not going to stop you. Ah, <laughs> uh, I guess I'm next. Uh, actually, I, before I did this film, I had a conversation with my daughter last night, and she we were talking about the films that we watched in the theaters, and then we got on the subject of this film, and I was like, you know what? 
you're right. Like I saw in the theater with you, and it was like besides one thing, really not that good of a movie. And everybody was like, "Oh, it's praise! Like it's the greatest thing in the world." And I'm talking about Frozen. All right, the Let It Go movie. All right, Let It Go, Let It Go. That's uh, that's all you really know about this and the princesses and all that. But the story is freaking weak. All right, it, nothing new. Of course, it's freaking Disney. And again, people, oh, you're bashing on Disney movie. I like, dude, it's freaking. It's besides that song. What is good about this film? Oh, don't ask me, dude. I didn't watch it. No, uh, I'm uh, just uh, asking. Not asking. Oh, you, uh, there, there, you were. Oh, that was dramatic pause. Sorry, I wasn't sure. Yeah, it was a dramatic <laughs> pause for the audience if they want to chime in. Like, there's nobody here. If you want to comment, you can do that. But I'm just saying that to me, there's just nothing. Like, okay, you have the sisterly relationship. Oh, what be, like I've seen this a thousand times before, and I've actually seen it done better. And they they're well, still at the end; they need the help of a dude. Yeah, well, it's, it's I mean, it's it's the Snow Queen. It's Hans Christian Andersen. If you've ever read that story growing up as a kid in fairy tales, I don't know if you've read Hans Christian Andersen or not. But I know I have not. That's the story. I mean, like you say, it's Disney. They do retellings of fairy tales. The only one I can say that I've never known if to be a fairy tale or not, and that just might be because I was not exposed to it, just like you weren't exposed to this, was like Moana. You know, so. Yeah, but yeah, I mean that's, but again, usually with Disney, it's not so much about the story, but it's like the story. The story is is very basic. Like it's a very bland story normally. It kind of runs through the 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 typical tropes of like kitty golf kid stories and and fan or um like uh, uh, fairy tales. Mm. Uh, But it's usually the characters. So maybe you maybe it was the characters you just didn't connect to. Like the only one I could say I could like if when I watched clips of it is is uh, Olaf the, uh, the, the Olaf yeah. yeah he was yeah. like the only uh, he was the only one that seemed kind of like okay he looks pretty decent like he's doing something but like yeah, it, it may just be the, the characters sister, yeah. the, 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 the the husband and like everything else going on in the land like what the hell is this and I never even bothered watching part two because <laughs> I'm like it's the same crap was it was it a straight to DVD one or was that a no uh, this was uh, in the theater oh, Frozen oh, two oh, was okay. in the theater oh, for okay. a while yeah it, it may bang too so like. I just never understood the allure well, of this film. It's again, it's Disney. You have a certain generation that attaches to it. You talk to any any anybody from from like millennial or or up to older, up to our age, they're gonna have the '90s, the the Lion Kings, the the um, the, the Beauty and the Beast. Those movies for them are the pinnacle. Us, where you go back to you know, the '60s, '70s, you know, things that came before us. So yeah, I think it. I think it was just the, that age gra- it gravitated to it. And again, it's one thing that you and I say. You say it a lot. Sometimes a good song makes a movie. And this one clearly did. Yeah. <laughs> and you got you do have the Disney machine. You if check on their their uh, their um their streaming service. There is a documentary about like they're well they they're not doing it anymore. They're passed away now. But they had these right these two writers that were just epic writers for Disney and they have this machine behind them that just, you know, can pump out and, you know, get these great songs together and the right hey, Here's people. the thing, like, uh, I'm going to, you're talking about the Lion King. Lion King also had a couple songs that were really good, yeah. but the movie was really good. It dealt but between like what happens when a father passes on to the next generation and how the son has to step up and do something. The story is, is awesome, right? Even Toy Story, the same thing. It's about growing up. This just, didn't for me to me it's just about the song and that's it like the song made the movie like it's one of the f- yeah. few films that i know of that oh yeah you know that uh, what about you ever seen frozen oh yeah the uh, let it go movie yeah that's basically it that's why i find it kind of overrated and like people are, like they love it. hey if you love it that's all good for you but like for me it's just like to me just an instance where the song makes the film not where the film makes a song it just 
and they should be together. They yeah. should be harmonious. They should be loving each other, not like one overpowers the other. But. Well, like that's where you're kind of we're starting to run into those stories have been told. You're you're going to start running into where you know they can't go back. I mean, they can't go back because they are doing it. They they you know they're they're redoing old stories. So I mean, they're you're they delve into the fairy tale genre. You know, you've got Hans Christian Andersen. You've got all the uh, the the grim fairy tales that you can adjust to be you know into into you know good movies and stuff they just are starting to run run the gambit so what they're probably gonna have to do like they've been doing which i get it now is that they're redoing uh, live action of their classic movies because really when you look at the stories that are out there for animated they're not out there that, that much i mean i just i just discovered they're doing lyle lyle crocodile the movie really yeah oh. you remember lyle the the crocodile yeah, in new york yeah that's there, it's just it's releasing either this week or next week. I heard nothing about it. I caught it on caught somebody talking about it on is TikTok. Is it going to theaters? Yes. Or is it like, yeah, yeah. It's it's really? it's it's live action with an with like a, a, a computer generated crocodile, and it looks freaking amazing. And somebody was like, "Oh, they're trying to rip off Paddington." I'm like, "No, they're not. This has been around since the '60s. Screw you. This is not a rip off. They are finally just doing a live action Lyle. Oh. But you have you know, books like that that have just never been touched. Now, you know, like I said, it's you know, 60, 68, 65. I think Lyle came out, and here we are. Now they're fucking doing it, you know, 60 years later. Well, I would say, like, by Paddington coming out and being successful, it allowed this film to be made. And yeah, be yeah. So if, if anything, definitely, they, should, they should thank Paddington. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> they will, but I just say, you know, this, this guy's like, oh, it's, you know, Paddington, and now everybody's going to do something like this. this is, I was like, no, uh, it's not a direct rip-off of Paddington. This book's been around a long time. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like, that's like, that's old. That's like, yeah. I think my mom wrote that book in her no, no, it just came out '68. No, it's just closer to our age. Oh, well, she may have read that to you, but maybe that's what it was. Maybe she did read it to me. Uh, well, could... uh, my next one, and I, I guess I can kind of cheat. I know you cheat every once in a while, and I'll, I do too. I, I do cheat. This one is is sort of a combo because it's two movies that are they're linked. They're one and two of each other. So really, when you put them together, they are one long ass fucking movie. Um. Kill Bill, Volumes 1 and 2. I heard everybody talking about Kill Bill, how amazing it was. And I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan. This, to me, was his first step into his, his I don't know, his stinker ones. I just, he was playing, I know he, I, I know he's, he's influenced by, the, like, the Grindhouse cinema, martial arts films. This just was, like, too much of it. Like I love the fact like the what one of the things I loved about Pulp Fiction, it was a sort of fresh take, but took these these things from like the samurai, the black exploitations, the spaghetti what it kind of meshed these things together. And but it wasn't didn't feel like a ripoff of it. And that's what I just got from this. And and again, when I look at the list, the cast, absolutely awesome cast. I was so looking forward to this movie. I was completely bored out of my mind watching this thing. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was hmm. not a fan of this at all. I mean, I love the fact this was like to me like I was excited to see David Carradine coming back. I mean, to me that was like he's fucking Kung Fu's coming back. Awesome. You got Uma Thurman being the baddest. Lucy Liu. I mean, Vivian Fox. I so many great characters and I mean actors coming into this and just the movie just itself didn't deliver. And like I said, to me this was the mark. I know other folks may mark Quentin Tarantino's sort of fall a little because he did start sliding down. But this was my this is my first one for for. So me. you think this is the first, in my in my opinion, yeah. In your opinion, was, yeah. 
This was like towards his slide. This is where his slide started because I just I don't know I, I understand being influenced by that, but like just shoving it all into one thing like the, like he did and making it like over the top. I just I and like I said I I didn't get too much into like the death proof and the grindhouse. That like Django started bringing me back a little bit. Hateful Eight was okay. Uh, Once upon a time in Hollywood started like bringing back, but yeah, to me that was just like it just wasn't it for me. I think act. Um, it's for me. I like it. I think it's not one of his best films. Um, I think uh, Reservoir Dogs is his best film. It's an okay film for me. I mean, I don't hate it. Yeah. I like yeah. the acting. The acting, I think, is the strength. I think Uma Thurman is badass. Like she, she's freaking badass as the bride. Everything else is like okay. I, I, I like the monologues. I like David Carradine's monologue to the bride. When um he's telling her about like the or actually is it him or the older masters that's telling the bride about the death punch, how to kill somebody? I get it. It's been so long. I, I just, forget it's yeah, one. Like it's, I said, it's I, one I, of the older. I watched it twice. I gave it a try, and I just I cannot do it, man. It's just yeah. I think there's this old Chinese master in the film, and she takes well, somebody's eye out, and she's wearing like a uh, like a patch throughout the film, and and then he does it again, and like I like those inner moments where they're training like that but other than that like i guess it's okay well if it comes on i'll watch it i mean i don't dislike it like you dislike it but i think it's okay i don't think it's his worst i don't think it's his best yeah i just you know? yeah that to me i just when it came out i was like i was like might have been overhyped for me and then when i got to it i'm like oh what is this what the i mean you talk about overhype it was overhype. i mean when when it was in the theaters that I kept seeing the trailers every single time. Yeah. Oh, the hits coming out. Kill Bill one. And you would see that same trailer with like Uma Thurman. I'm gonna kill Bill. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I watched it. I was like, yeah, it's okay. Like it wasn't like I wasn't going home like, oh my god, raving about it. Like when I watched John Wick for the first time, I couldn't stop talking about that film. This one was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, I'm kind of getting nervous because right now there's another movie that's sort of like hitting that that run right now on. Um, trailers like i want to see it right now but i swear to god if i have to see it anymore i might not want to see it um i was that way with Kingsman. like i i was like okay man i'm i don't even want to watch the movie anymore i've seen the fucking trailer for so long but um bullet train like right now i i so want to see bullet train uh brad pitt sandra bullock i just but i'm seeing the commercials way too fucking much and it's driving me up the wall right now <laughs> i've only seen a couple trailers so oh I'm i've seen i've seen the th- you, you two to three yeah well that. again i go we go out to the movies a little bit more often, I think, than you do. Um, and, yeah, I've just seen it so much. But I'm like, man, if I have to see I don't know how much longer I can see this trailer without, like, starting to hate the movie. I hope it's not bad. I do want to see that film. But, uh, yeah, Kill Bill 1 and 2. So I guess Mike hates it, so he doesn't like Quentin Tarantino. Again, yeah, these aren't I'm movies just I hate. <laughs> it's fun. It's movies I think are way overrated. Speaking of overrated, I got one for you. Go ahead. The Notebook. <laughs> That's right, man. The Notebook. Yes, I was one of those fools who went to the theater and saw it. Not by choice. Of course not. And I, if, yeah, I wasn't going to see it by myself. That'd be strange. I saw it, and I'm like, what's the hype about? And now I get it. Now the story, the love story between the two of them, very cool. Like, especially when they're inside the nursing home and, you know, he has to keep telling her the story of how they met just so she could remember him for a couple minutes and then she'll fall back asleep. And the next day he has to do the same thing over and over again, reading from this journal, basically the notebook that he did. Everything in between 
is just so. So wait, wait, wait. Fifty first dates just a ripoff of the Notebook. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. No, I have you, not you, seen the Notebook you, because I, I held out. You are not. Look, I'm telling you, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. The basically what I said is what he did. Is like James Garner plays the older version of Ryan Gosling. He's in the nursing home with this woman who you find later is his wife, and he literally he's reading of how they met and all this stuff. Like, oh, they fell in love, like all the trials and tribulations they go through. And it's it cuts in between them as young people and them in the nursing home, right? And you're like, okay, who is he talking about? Like, because you're thinking, like, is this woman, like, you know, his grandmother or is it, like, you know, his friend, his aunt or something? Wait a second. Maybe I have seen, like, a clip because that sounds familiar to me. And it goes throughout the entire film. It's just, like, everything in between, like, they're – when they're younger, it's just so, oh, but why? Like, it's it just, it's done by Nicholas Sparks, all right? It's a book yeah, by Nicholas yeah, Sparks. Yeah, so if you yeah, know anything yeah. about Nicholas Sparks, everything is overly romantic and dramatic and, like, stepping in and, like, we're just going to make out in the rain and, like, okay. Spoke, spoken like a bitter old man, by the way. Not a bitter old man. <laughs> okay, okay, you're just bitter. I'm Sorry. just letting you you're know. You're just bitter, that's all. <laughs> well, it didn't mean to call you all the time. Um, you're just bitter. <laughs> But like, like, but, but, I'm, but look, I'm giving it credit. Like the story between them two, when they cut inside the nursing home, I like that. And yes, it is a ripoff of Fifty First Dates of her of him trying to remind her who she is. Well, no, Fifty like, First Dates is most like it's most like like ripoff of this. I kind of oh yeah, because well, it's well, kind of well, whatever. But it's just now you see this, and it goes back and forth, and the other characters to me are kind of useless. They just kind of like they're just there, like oh, but there's another guy that she might be in love with, and he goes away, comes back, they. Just, I don't know. I just didn't get the hype of that part. But if they would have just had that of them too, like even like a 15 minute fi- uh, short film or just shows them like, you know, and then the end, oh my God, it's you. Like that would have been nice and sweet. I just didn't need everything in between. To me, very overhyped. I know women love this movie. Oh my God, I wish I could find a guy in the notebook. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't want a guy from the notebook. You want a guy's freaking metal and kicks ass. This guy does not kick ass. He gets his ass kicked in the film, by the way. Tons of times when he's young, I'm like, why would you marry this douchebag? It's like when uh, everybody talks about, um, uh, was it uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? Everybody's like, oh, I'd love to meet that guy. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> why? I, I've heard girls like, no, yeah, no, I really no. That that that's kind of hot and everything, but you know, it's yeah, because they read the novels. Oh, it's so steamy, it's so sexy, and then they, you look at the guy like, why you want to meet this? He's a douche. Yeah, narcissistic prick. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, my next movie um, is a is a story about a very narcissistic prick uh, with abusive. Made a movie fo- about you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, with a very abusive father, um, who uh, craps on everybody through the whole movie, uh, but for some reason at the very end. Uh, he steals a song from one of his uh, from one of his bandmates, and uh, he becomes you know redeemed somehow. Uh, I'm speaking of the one and the only Purple Rain. Wow, have Very you watched Purple Rain recently? I've seen I've seen Purple Rain. Yeah, well, I know you've seen it. He, I didn't ask you that. Do... I did. I did not ask you if you've seen it. Have you seen it recently? No, I haven't seen it recently. Rewatch it. Yeah, I watched this, and I was like, I used to love this movie. This guy is a complete douchebag. 
Well, he is kind of a dick. Because then he steal the song from his dad. No, like, well, no, he no the. Uh, his, no, he his, steals his, it from the from the girls. He doesn't steal it from them, but she he flat out refuses through the whole movie to make him to listen even listen to their music. And then he finally decides to listen to their music, and then he puts lyrics to it. Now, this is technically the the truth about the song "Purple Rain." Wendy did write the song. He kind of built the built an idea around that. So yeah, that idea is there, but his, his relationship with, with Avalonia, um, or, uh, was just atrocious. He, he treated, treated her like shit. Downright abusive. Was well, it? He, he made, made her he, in a lake, man. Yeah, he <laughs> made her jump into a lake. Oh, in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Lake Minnetonka. Yeah. But, but the, guess what? That wasn't Minnetonka, Lake Minnetonka. And he could have stopped her. Uh, the, his relationship, like I said, with his band, with his father, um, he's just a complete, asshole through this whole movie and i'm like how how did i enjoy this thing this was just horrible uh and i was i just i got i watched i was like i can't watch this again i can never watch this movie again because it was just and then if he if somebody showed up and he'd get on stage and throw a temper tantrum in some song you know he because he because he he felt like stress and he got up there and did darling nikki and started humping the stage because she showed up there in public it felt like he publicly, you know, you know, and he completely humiliated her on stage. Like I said, completely a douchebag move. Like I said, I, I was, I could not stand. I can't watch that movie. Wouldn't again. you feel that the reason that he acts like that on stage is because the reflection of the way his dad treats him, and it's almost like him lashing out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying there's not a reason behind it, but that doesn't oh, yeah. give anybody an excuse to act like that. All right. To all me, right. Uh, right. Your, your, your upbringing does not give you an excuse. It may give you a reason that you're that way, but that doesn't excuse you for your behavior. And mm. that's again, like I said, I'm watching something like this is just ridiculous. Like I'm like literally like Morris Day is like the hero in the movie because he's like he, he literally is the hero. <laughs> he's like no, the, kid, <laughs> the kid's just messed up. I don't. Yeah, you got to do something about him, man. And he's talking to the owner of the club. And like I said, it's just. So not the right movie. I almost felt like after I got done watching this, I was like, man, what an asshole. And I'm sitting there going, man, God, now I know what people feel like when they root for Johnny over over uh, over uh, Danny and Karate Kid. Because when you really look at how Karate Kid, how, how Daniel's acted. You, you, you know what? <laughs> I That's what I felt uh, like when I got done I, watching it. I was like, our hero is Prince, but he's not. He's a narcissistic douchebag. <laughs> By the way, I was on Team Johnny for a long yeah. time. I'll tell you what, because uh, even before Cobra Kai, yeah. I was like, I like Johnny. Like Johnny's more like us. Yeah, Danny is the douche. But getting back to Purple Rain, again, I, I haven't seen it in a while, maybe five years. Re- rewatch it. Do yourself a favor. I'll rewatch Re- it. Rewatch it, and then you'll. I was just like, man. Again, it may just be simply that, like the the change of times, you know, time changing and everything. You think the music and, overpowers this film? Is that what do you think? Again, the soundtrack this is, is a like? frozen. This is a frozen it's moment. Frozen, this is a frozen okay. moment where music will overpower the story, and it becomes such an iconic album that this movie tags along right along with it. And you know, it just. But again, you sit down and watch it, and you, I just, yeah, I was just really surprised. And I'm sorry if I piss off anybody out there. Anybody out there, I'm sorry about that, but that's just I, The way you broke it down, I can't disagree because I literally just said a film that was that overpowered with, with music, overpowered the film, this, this doing this clearly the same thing. I have to watch it again. Uh, I got to see. I, I know he was a prick, and he made her like, do some st- stupid things, but... uh. The way he treated her, talked to her. I mean, yes, I understand yeah. it, but his parents, but his parents were also very much in love. When you watch it, you'll see that they were in love. You know, his dad truly loved his mom. His dad had a drinking issue and took that out. You know, so again, that doesn't, again, doesn't negate what, you know, that, that that's. You didn't, know. The, didn't the dad kill himself? 
I don't think he died. I think he shot himself, but I don't think he was killed because it's very vague. Like he's get taken out. Oh, um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he. Uh, I, th- I, I thought he was that. still alive on the gurney. Um, I thought he was dead. I, I don't know. I, I gotta watch it. I gotta rewatch that. I'll, I'll check it out. But damn, all right, Purple Rain. And again, based on the facts that you have since I had with Frozen, I, I can't necessarily disagree with you. Because yeah, I no, at the very end, no, the kid, the kid visit, uh, visiting his father and mother in the hospital and sorting father's compositions in the basement. So yeah, that, at the end, they're still alive. So yeah, they did. Okay, not, yeah, I thought he was. Dead. No. Yeah. So yeah, that's like I said. Yeah, it's just. Oof. Okay. So you got I your last we're... one already? Oh man, the last one. It's easy. Hi, Mike. I'm a ship. Oh, God. For three hours. Watch this. All of a sudden, I'm sinking. Boom. And that's Titanic. I can't believe two James Cameron films. Dude. Make me scratch one out. God damn it. So, like, you made me scratch one out. Like, <laughs> Titanic, to me, is like clearly built on a love story. Again, visually, awesome awesome film by the way rose i don't know why you didn't save him you had room in that log the same have like, you seen the interview i think it's i know i've seen it on tiktok where it's <laughs> an interviewer asking him and brad pitts in there and he's like come on come on man tell me you could fit on there you could have fit now he's like <laughs> leonardo's cap is like no I, I can't answer that you can't and brad's like yeah come on you can't answer me come on tell me. <laughs> it's are great you just kidding me yeah. i saw a tiktok video where somebody pointed out how big mm-hmm. The, the, the piece of plywood she was on, it could fit three people. How come he couldn't fit Jack on there? You let him die. Anyway, overrated. Not because, again, I was forced to watch this movie many, many times in the theater. It just, to me, it's just there. Okay, cool. Let me watch. I think I was going to watch something. Again, maybe this is my fault. Maybe I am an old man, all right? I'm thinking, my, oh, Titanic. This is going to be like, we know the ship's going to go down. Maybe some intrigue or some theft in the ship or like, I don't know, like a heist is going on. Like spice it up a little bit. And it just turned out to be about this struggling artist who wants to get this rich girl, wants up leaving the rich dude and like uh, goes with him for like throughout the ship. But like when the ship sinks, lets him die, I think eventually tries to go back with the rich guy. So this chick doesn't even know what the hell she wants. She's confused throughout the whole film. She's enamored by this poor artist. Meanwhile, leaves the rich dude behind only to go back to him. I th- I could be wrong. I'm not sure if they got back together at the end when Jack died. Maybe she married somebody else. I could be wrong. But it's just to me, like, no. Sorry. Way overhyped. Way overhyped. I'm sure you have thoughts. Uh, no, I mean, you just you just held, hit them off, right? It's just, yeah, I, I never went to see it. I understood the whole game. You know, we know what's going to happen, but it was like that. There was supposedly a story involved in there, and I just, yeah, I, again, I'm not a big Leo fan. Um, uh, Zane probably could have pulled me in, but the more I saw of it, I was like, ah, uh, a, a bit of a bit of a Zane mark. But yeah, I just the rest of it, I just never got away. Never even saw it in the theater, and um, you were saved. <laughs> not only that, I have saved. never seen it. You've never seen it? I have avoided this for a very long time. Wow. Yeah, no, I have never. Do we, have bad, I, we have Bad Movie Month coming up next month. I haven't. No, no, we're talking B movies. No, that was B, Bad for B. B for Bad. No. Uh, no, I just never, I, I just, I, I've seen clips. I, 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 I hate to sound silly, but I, I know the premise. Um, but you know, uh, well, I just, yeah, I just could, yeah. yeah, I just never could bring myself to see it. My, I was married at the time. My, my wife wasn't a big, you know, didn't really care to see it. So I kind of dodged that bullet. 
Um, but yeah, just I never, I, I really dodged that bullet. And like I said, I, I've seen clips. I've seen the drawing, drawing her in a, you know, drawing her, you know, naked on a chair wherever she was at. I've seen like a few of the 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 ship breaking away because I I'm a big, um, uh, big like I was a big titanic fan like not a fan but i was like i love researching the titanic i like watching the documentary yeah, and I, well. yeah that's where I, i've I seen a lot of it and that's where i've learned most of the movie i think was from like history channel and stuff like I, that that's where i used to watch it like the yeah. underwater sea shots of like seeing the titanic they would say well how come you can't just lift the titanic up from the sea yeah. and they would say well no you can't because when we lift it up it'll be just destroyed wrong Ti- titanic 2 proved that wrong <laughs> but, that's by the way, I I watched that last year. That's Did you? I, yeah, I think it's on Tubi. Is I think that's Woo! right. So, yeah. <laughs> so great but, film, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, it's an awesome film. Or no, not Titanic Two. It's Raised the Titanic. That's what it was called. Yeah. That that one that one in Orca rank right up there with me with some of the. Hey, like, Orca's a guilty yeah, pleasure. Exactly. Life. Exactly. <laughs> All right, my last one, and again, I'm going to cheat um, a little bit because. I think this series of movies has been amazing. I was not a fan when they came out. Uh, in fact, it took me years to even start watching them. Um, but I think the series should have ended at six and just gone off that the, the rails at that point or stopped at that point, but it's gone off the rails afterwards. Fast and Furious series. One through mm-hmm. six, Dom, Brian, last movie, final scene is is a uh, is as you see them you see uh see them pulling up on uh, for the Tokyo drift race. Pull for perfect circle, bring your bet right back around. But seven, fate, nine, fast X, and whatever the piece of crap they're going to come out with, um, and um, and the uh, in, in 2024 for the sequel to Fast X, stop. Just anything after six has been just a, a an atrocious joke to me. Uh, the only one I think might have been fun because this doesn't doesn't fall in the fast movie categories was. Um, was uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Like, to me, that was fun. That was just, you know, good. But yeah, the rest of them, after six, it became literally jumping the shark movie after movie. Literally. I jumped the shark here. I'm going to jump two sharks. Okay, I'm going to jump you. Okay, you did that? You know, I'm going to jump three sharks and one of them is going to be on fire with laser beams. I'm 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 going (laughs) to jump ten sharks in the entire ocean. All right? That's, I liked five. That's the first one with Dwayne Johnson there with the, the heist film. I kind of dug that one. I think I don't remember. I, I, I anyway, wasn't a big fan of him off the off the bat. I liked the one where The Rock was in it, where he was in it. I kind of liked it. But like everything after that, like to me, Dom became a superhero. Mm-hmm. Like Dom Toretto, dude. He's look at, he's a fucking mechanic. How could he b- beat up all these guys? And like in the later films, are like, oh well, guess what? Dom Toretto is one of the most dangerous people in the world. Well, how? He's a freaking mechanic. From LA, he drives cars. How is he so dangerous? How did he learn how to fight? Yeah, that's like, all these dude. He could like he could beat a Batman. I think like, literally, I, I Dom Toretto would, would beat Bat. Dom Toretto could beat Darth Vader. <laughs> like seriously, you know what's all about family. Like and then that, that family tagline got oh. Yeah. When 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 uh, when when Paul Walker passed away, that should have been the end. Not because I think Brian's character was a root. For it Dom. grounded him. Yeah, it grounded him, and after that, it's yeah. just gone. It's just gone. Uh, like, and people absolutely love it. Again, yes, it is popcorn fueled. Fucking like, it, it from the '90s extreme shit. It that's what it is, and I understand it. But they're they just are just getting ridiculous 
and worse and worse every every uh, movie. And I like I said, I think the last good movie of them was Six, you know, and it was the one you know after Brian or uh, or uh, Paul Walker passed away. But you know, the last one with Brian with O'Connor, you know, that character was in there, and I think that that helped sort of keep him level because it, it, it wasn't it wasn't a Dom movie. It was Dom and Brian. It was it was the it was a buddy it was a buddy cop series basically with those two and there and you're right because when their relationship started developing like they started off as rivals right then they then like he started seeing his sister then they it morphed into like you know they're brothers now like they cared about each other and he was like his conscience like he always like hey you know Brian no oh, I got I got to see what Brian wants how he needs all this stuff it was you're right he was that root and when he passed I thought okay you know what he had a great send off it was hard to work on that film and. You know, yada yada, he's he's gone. But uh, okay, cool. We're gonna move on from there. But then it just gone to like to areas, dude. They went to space the last film, and that was a like, joke, by the way. It was, that, that used was, to be a joke. I think on Snow when yeah, after I think they it came was better as a joke, and then when you actually saw, it, I go, you know what? Now you're just slapping. Yeah. us in the face. I think I think you're in two thousand taking a sock and hitting us in the yeah. face with <laughs> like. I think in two thousand seven in two thousand seventeen, I think when Fate of the Furious came out, I think there was a joke right afterwards. A lot of people, oh, they're going to go to space next. And, it's like, and then, then the next time they just do it. I'm like, what's next? Are they, they going to cross over Marvel? He's going to beat Thanos now? You're going to see freaking Dom with the gauntlet? Like, uh, done. Done with it, man. I just, <laughs> I've got all the stones, but I've got family. Yeah, But i got family. I'm going <laughs> to give each of them a stone. <laughs> What? Yeah, like I said, I, I, like I said, I think it's. I know, I know the character Brian o, O'Connor was in Seven, but it wasn't really him. It was, it was the CG, and I think, like on the at the end of Six, I think that's where they should have said, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna be done here, you know. And the it's, biggest travesty, from what I read, and I, if you, I'm not sure if you saw the last film. No, but I saw the last film. Sorry. And the way it ended, if they do what I think they might do. Is totally going to negate that moment with Brian. Spoilers. I'm going to tell you what happened. Ending of the last film, they're at Dom's house. Of course, they're having barbecue. And they're all sitting there. Jordan, Jordan Bruce, Jordana Brewster's there. Of course. Oh, we got to wait for one more member. And what do you see? You see Brian's car. Do a little spin. Park inside. Credits. I'm like, okay. That's how the last one ended. That's how the last one ended. Fast X ended with ended that way. Well, you see Brian. Uh, you don't see Brian, but you see Brian's car. Yeah, again, yeah. Just so I'm thinking they're gonna try to bring this guy back. Yeah, yeah. You uh, so basically now you're just insulting us. <laughs> you had that heartbreaking moment where they look and they they split off on the screen. Oh yeah, yeah. Dirt, Only yeah, to bring go. him back. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm just angry. <laughs> like, I used to watch it like they're like to me they're, they're movies that like I watch if I'm drunk or something. Like, hey, you know I'll put it on. But you get to a point where it's like it's overrated and then you get ridiculous. Now you're just slapping me in the face, dude. So just I wish I would have put fast. I didn't even think of that. Shit. Yeah, so, like I said, yeah, because to me again cool. I was not a fan. I was, I was never into the in the cars and I, I mean I, I grew up you know working on muscle cars and shit like that with my dad, but like. Getting older, I wasn't into the street racing and things like that. And this was just like over the top. And I finally, I forget who it was. I think it was um, uh, my girlfriend, uh, Maddie. She she made a comment to me about, you know, some of my, actually the one I, I watched and somehow I don't know how I watched that one without watching the others was uh, was Tokyo Drift. Absolutely love Tokyo Drift. 
um i thought i thought it was so so fun um and uh, 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 Lucas Black, I became a real big fan of Lucas Black, especially you know, from he, when I remembered him here. But then I saw him like jump on like NCIS, New Orleans, and so, yeah, he's done a ton. Yeah, he's done a lot. I've always liked I like him. Luke. And yeah, and that was the one movie that got you know I, I kind of connected with. But then eventually, I, like finally, he's like, you know, what, let me go back and watch him. So I watched the first one. I'm, you know, Too Fast, Too Furious. Obviously, that was just Brian, not Dom. Most people forget that like yeah, he wasn't a Vin. Vin wasn't in that movie. Everybody's like, oh, he's what, in all of them. He which was, one, the third one? Or the no, the second one? one. He wasn't, yeah, that one was just... Um, oh, I think that's when he was doing a triple... He was doing other films like Triple X. And, yeah, yeah, you know, he was, yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, that, that just had... That just had... Um, that just Tyrese. Had, yeah, Tyrese and, uh, and Paul Walker in that one. And uh, again, fun movie. Uh, Fast and Furious and then Fast Five. You know, then, like I said, they all were really good and then just... It went started going crazy, and it's funny. I hate to say this when you look at like the credits of these movies, it's the second they got more than like one or two fucking uh producers because at, at number seven they had three producers, uh, uh Fate, Fates Four they had four producers, nine X, and then the new one coming up they have one, two, three, four, five, seven producers. <laughs> is Vin Diesel one of the producers? <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. he's, been, he's okay. been a producer yeah. since what, five? Uh, no, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, five. Fast, Furi- yeah. Fast and Furious is the one he became a producer on him, and uh, Neil uh, Moritz, who's been the guy from the beginning. But, but yeah, it's th- those are the ones, guys. Now, I, I do, I did enjoy, um, like I said, I did enjoy uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I don't, I know they're coming out with a female-led uh, spinoff. Be kind of interested to see which route they go if they bring in some of the female characters. You know, again, I'm I'm not a I'm not I don't I don't hate like I did not hate uh, uh, Ocean's Eight, and I'm a staunch staunch fan of all the Ocean's movies. And when that one came in, I'm like, ooh, I I think it came out when I was, I think when I was recovering from uh, was it COVID or my heart attack? I can't remember. And I watched, I was like, it's like oh, it's on, crap, I can't move. Oh, I'll watch it. And I was like, man, I really enjoyed it. I loved the little tie-in to the to the original three, and I thought it was great. I'm not against the uh, female-led movies, especially in a world like this where it is testosterone fueled and then the women that they do bring in are like heavy hitters like Mich- um, Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> amazing Jordan you know if she's the if she's the lead with you know with with the rest i think they who do they they've had so many different female leads have gone off to other things i know they had Gail Gadot and one of them or no she's been in a couple actually she was in a couple yeah she was in i think she was in 5 and 6 and then she died in seven or something. I know she died. Him and I forgot which one she died. And then she came back for like a prequel where she was still alive. So I think she was in three of them. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I'd, I'd love to see like, you know, that kind of thing. If, if it is female led, I'd love to see Michelle Rodriguez involved in this. And, uh, um, and like, I'm trying to think of who else has been on here. I think she, I think Michelle and yeah, Michelle and Gail are the only consistent females. Well, yeah. Giselle and Letty. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Helen Mirren, who I think has been awesome. She's been in a couple yeah. of films. Yeah, but I mean, like, as part of the part Oh, yeah, of, part like of the, the crew. Family. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's... Did yeah. you say it? You said family. Yeah, I had to say it. That's what else I <laughs> Family. Everything's about family. So, Dom just a real quick question movie. for you. I know we're, we're running longer than normal, but that's cool. What did you have as, like, a follow-up? I know you and I always will have, like, some backups. What did you have? Just out of curiosity. What? What Did you have a runner-up or anything like that? Like, I had like, two of them. What would you have? And the, the butler and the English patient. Okay, English with the butler. Which one's the butler? I'm trying the to remember. The butler is with um, uh, Saul Guerrero. What's his name? Uh, Forrest Whitaker. Oh, okay. It, it talks about like a generation of like these 
butlers that are servitude to this. Um, oh, is that the like, one to the presentation? Oh no, okay. I'm thinking I believe, it, it might be, but they're like the, that's they're just a long lineage of just butlers. That's it. Like he has a family, and like his son becomes a butler, his son's son becomes a butler, and it's just histories of butlers. I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty good, maybe. And I watch it. It just it just sons like generation after generation not standing up and just becoming butlers, and hmm. like it's just it like why? And then the English patient. Just basically, you know, if you haven't watched The English Patient, like basically as World War II happens, like this dude falls out of the sky, he's a pilot, and he's like near death. And it's like the whole story is like flashbacks of like what he did to get up there. And like, okay, great, how they met and they fell in love and then he's near death. It's just... Those are okay, okay you know, the butler is the one I'm thinking about. Yeah, where he, he plays Cecil Gaines, who it, it's not de- generational. He is a he's a 34 year uh, tenure serving as a White House butler. Yeah, so that's it. Okay, yeah, that one that one sounds kind of yeah. See, to me, I would I would be interested in watching it because it's he's there through Eisenhower, Kennedy, Nixon, like he's there through all these presidencies and, and witnessing it all. That one kind of be, that one would be uh, interesting. But again, I'm a huge fan of uh, I grew up reading uh, James Mitchner books and I don't know if you're familiar with James Mitchner as an author at all mm. or not basically no. he picks an area and literally writes a hundred years worth of stories about it and that's in the novel it goes generational um, like he does Chesapeake and he talks about the local Indians and then how the how the, the uh, settlers moved in and then it follows the settlers and everything up till like I think till the 1960s and their family line so to me I think I'd, uh, I'm a history buff and I like the kind of the generational thing so I might be into that you might like it then. Uh, my one I didn't include. Uh, <laughs> eight Mile. Oh, an Avatar. <laughs> uh, eight Mile. I had Eight Mile on here. With, uh, you think with Eight Mile's over? You think eight yeah, miles I did think. Yeah, over. again, I think it's one of those ones. It's Eminem. It's the it's the song. It's the album. There you go. It's, See, it's that's the third one. You, you look at you look at the music song. that you take the take away a music from a movie, and I that's where when I look at bad movies or good movies, I, you take away the move, music. I don't see this standing. I, I, other than the fact that the 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 hardcore fan base for Eminem, that movie's going to stand the time test of time because of that. Of but I think as a story, a movie standing on its own without not know, without knowing who Eminem is, not that great of a movie. Take and away again, the, the overhyped. Take away, yeah, take away the song from Frozen. Take away the music from Purple Rain. Yeah. Are those movies good on their own? No. There you go. <laughs> music sold those movies. Yeah, basically. That's it. It made billions because of songs and yeah. more songs or a song. All right, guys. Well, make sure you guys do check us out. Uh, last month, July, we were uh, doing 90s, so we had a plethora of 90s movies. Plethora. And uh, so, you know, definitely check those out. We ended the month uh, doing an um, interview with a vampire, Mallrats. Uh, so make sure you guys do check that out. And uh, this month, uh, for August, we're going to be Ooh, jumping boy. into what are we? What are we doing this month in August? July. No, ju- it is oh, July. Yeah, I have sorry. been waiting for for years. It is bad movie. Man. Oh, that's right. We're doing B movies. So make B sure B movie. We're not talking about like Oscar winning films here because no. oh no, some deep cuts, and it's all going to come together with a watch along of the room, which 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 I did not wait. did not did not make my list by the way because um didn't make your list it, it was on it was on my list but i was like yeah we're gonna t- we're, we're gonna talk about nah, that, yeah. that, that the room deserves a spotlight all oh, it, oh it's gonna get its own little spotlight I, I don't know i wonder if we could figure a way to make a live watch a i think we did we try that once it didn't we, we can yeah it's a pain in the butt so yeah so yeah we're looking at the room we'll worry, we'll work we're doing uh bubba hotep 
We're going to be doing Which Shark I... Sharknado, the original one, and then um, Plan Nine from Outer Space, Plan 9 from the, Outer the, Space. the original B movie. Can't wait. I cannot wait. I think we're gonna, I'm going to hold off on the room maybe till the end of the month. I have to sell you, you can't. You can't wait too long. You, you remember uh, who you're doing it oh, with. Oh, that's right. You get. You got. You got a very uh, short uh, window to do that. Now we can. Oh, that's we, right. So I, we uh, can do it. We can just release it later in the month. But we'll talk about that okay. offline, guys. Yeah. Let's uh, talk so about make sure you guys do check us out on uh, Facebook, where you guys can see all, all the updates. We've been uh, throwing out some news, uh, different, some interesting news been coming out uh, recently for some movies. Uh, new releases coming out. We'll probably be talking about uh, on there. Probably posting about. Uh, uh, Jeff and I in a couple weeks are going to be going to see Thor Love and Thunder so Ooh, make sure you guys do check wait. us out on that and uh, I think that is it what else you got man just check out the Facebook page keep posting those news articles there's always very interesting conversations that happen on the Facebook page and uh, all I have to say is Obi-Wan and uh, you guys know what I mean and from Mike to me to you bam we'll talk to you soon